0: I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell on you because oh, this is man. hilarious because I remember a post that you made about when your kids are on a Zoom conference call with their teacher, don't oh, walk out of your bedroom in your you underwear.
1: <laughs> well, that's, that's another thing, guys, and I don't care what you say. I know you all do this. <laughs> when you're home there's no need to be totally dressed. I walk around in a t-shirt and underwear, you know, and then, you know, I'm blind, so I don't really know what's going on. So, you know, I I wake up and walk out into the living room in my underwear and a t-shirt, unknowingly (laughs) that my, you know, my nine-year-old is on a zoom call with her teacher.
0: This is the Blind Grilling Experience, and I am the most interesting griller in the world. Welcome back to Blind Grilling. My name is Chris Peltz. I am the most interesting griller in the world. And man, we have just gotten back from an awesome trip from Alabama through Mississippi, Tennessee, Missouri. We've been fishing. We've been enjoying time with family. It has been amazing. Although there have been a few little embarrassing and... Very unfortunate things that have happened that we'll talk about today as well. But, man, I got back to my house and things were in such disarray. My podcasting equipment was all messed up. My computer was... I don't know what in the world has happened, but somebody been messing with my stuff. Gabor, are you there? I played the fifth. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, no that was great. I appreciate you jumping in and and helping out with the with the podcast while I was gone and uh, and uh it that was that was lots of fun and uh, I I know you and uh I know you enjoy it. I I certainly did. It was hilarious. So uh but yeah, I appreciate that and oh man, it it I think one of the best things about vacation is when you get back home. <laughs> you know, you get home yeah, It's, it's bed almost
1: and, like you, you yeah. yeah, you need a vacation after your vacation.
0: I know, yeah, right. You got to recover from all that. So, uh, so we did a lot of traveling and uh I, I don't man, I can't imagine the driving that had to take place um with you know, with my family, I mean my son uh, my oldest girl, my wife, I mean, you know, I mean, my youngest girl could have done some of the driving, but, um, but she was able to just kind of relax and kick back and not worry about it. And of course, obviously I don't drive, so I didn't have to worry about it, but yeah, we, we have know, it easy. Exactly. <laughs> so, but, before I went
1: blind, we, we'd go on road trips and one year we went on a 13 state road trip whoo. and we were driving from your neck of the woods, Arkansas, you know, yeah, our, the Ozarks, Ozarks anyway. Arkansas, and we were driving home, and I made it to about Louisiana, and I told Barbara, "I'm like, you need to take over because <laughs> I can't yeah. stay awake." So she drove the rest of the way home.
0: Right. Well, you know, me and the girls left on a Sunday afternoon. We went to Tennessee and picked up my son, spent the night, and then we, you know, went all the way down to Alabama because and my wife had to work the beginning of the week, and so she gets off work at two o'clock on Wednesday afternoon. And by 3 or 3.30, she's on the road and drives straight through uh, for 11 hours and makes it about 2.30 in the morning uh, on Thursday morning. And so, uh, so we let her sleep in Thursday, <laughs> but uh, uh, after that, man, it was it was just running gun, man. We were we were out and about, and um, you know, some of our fishing got canceled uh, offshore because of the weather. That was just terrible. The waves were terrible. It was just wasn't safe and, and conducive to be out on a boat. But we did some inshore fishing, and and we worked our way back to Missouri. Uh, fishing in some ponds you can check out a uh, short video on our youtube channel youtube.com slash blind grilling and uh, there's a uh, fishing across the south video that we posted and it uh, you know it, it has a lot of pictures but there's a little video there and in fact the first fish I caught at a lo- local farm pond um, and that uh, I say local, I mean, you know, the area that it was in, it was kind of cool because one of the uh, friends of my son, he, he gets on Google maps and he just searches for bodies of water and he found this three acre lake and, and he went and uh, found the owner, you know, lived nearby He got permission for us to go and fish, which was awesome. And he does this all the time. So it's really cool. Uh, this kid Caden, man, is like no fear. You know, just just go and and hey, what do you got to lose? You know, you're not fishing it right now anyway. So go and ask permission, and if you you get it, awesome. You find out what kind of fish is in there and have fun. And if you don't get it, then you, you know you're you're where you were to begin with. Uh, but you might as well yeah, ask. to
1: the next pond, <laughs> yeah. exactly.
0: And so um, so that's how we got to that particular pond that's in the video. And man, it was awesome. It was so cool. Um, able to fish that we caught a lot of fish I even caught a turtle which uh, was was it kind of shocked me because I'm using uh, a lure this rattle trap lure uh, and you know I- I'm, I'm reeling in and all of a sudden it's just like I thought I got hung at first but you know it no I brought in a turtle to wretch up and grabbed the lure so wow it was you <laughs> know it was crazy oh but but lots of fun and uh, we really enjoyed it. Uh, overall, it was a great trip. But uh, now you mentioned traveling before you lost your sight. Have you done a lot of traveling or uh, since you've lost your sight?
1: Not at all. Um, we've been to a few theme parks here and there, but we haven't gone on any major road trips. Um, we were, we were going to go back in March of this year, but then you know the whole Corona yeah. thing happened, so we kind of put that on hold. So hopefully later this year we'll go on a little road trip.
0: Right. Yeah. And of course, you know, you're, you're hour and a half, two hours probably from some of the big attractions that a lot of folks go to, but, uh, but nothing across state lines or anything like that. So, um, no. you know, of course we do a lot of that. We, we, we travel uh, to several States around, I mean, you know, not only with blind grilling, going to Florida, Georgia, Illinois, Texas, Oklahoma, you know, but just with my work as an evangelist, traveling around, preaching at different uh, congregations, uh, and then just vacation. So, um, yeah, so we've been able and had a lot of great opportunities. But, you know, before when we would travel, my son lived with us, and and that was, that was great because you've got another guy. So when you go into a restroom, a public restroom, whether it's a... Um, you know, a road stop. Um, uh, all I'm trying to remember what the rest stop <laughs> along the highway, uh, or yes. in a in a public restroom, like in a, a gas station or maybe in a restaurant. And you know, my son would go in with me and be able to tell me where things were, and, and it, it worked out all all great. Well, now you know my son doesn't live with us, so we've got a five and a half hour drive to get to him, and. You know, sometimes I can make it between here and there, and sometimes I can't. And sometimes he's not with us. Um, In fact, on the way back, because we had both vehicles, um, you know, him and and my daughter Sarah, they they went one way because they were going up to Jackson, Tennessee. And my wife and I and, and my youngest girl went another route because we were going to visit some friends somewhere else in Tennessee. And we get to this rest area. And first of all, with all the COVID stuff happening, um, you know, they, they say there's travel restrictions. Of course, there's the social distancing that's taking place. Man, in the middle of Alabama, this rest stop was absolutely crowded. It was unbelievable. My wife and daughter had to stand in line for the women's bathroom at a rest stop on I-65 for over 20 minutes. It was I was shocked at how many people were there. And then, of course, I've got to go in and find my way somewhere I've never been, a rest stop I've never been to, and get into the restroom. And uh, there was an employee there. Of course, you know, they're practicing social distancing. They're not getting anywhere near. And so, you know, I'm like, "Can, can you help me, you know, get the layout of the restrooms. And so from a distance and people going in between us, walking around us and, and everything and them talking, and then him trying to tell me where things are, he did a great job and I found it. But, uh, you, you got to have the language of the South when you travel though, especially if you're blind and you're looking for a restroom. And let me explain what I mean, because, um, you know, as, as I was walking in, he was like, well, um, do you need a stall? And, uh, uh, or and he kind of hesitated, and I said, "No, I need a wall hanger uh, or a foot washer." <laughs> and uh, and he's like, "Oh yeah, cool, no problem." <laughs> he knew exactly what I meant. And there was somebody else in the bathroom. They're like, "You need a what?" <laughs> and I was like, "I said a wall hanger or a foot washer." I, I just don't know if it's you know if it's one of those urinals that um, you know only go down to about mid thigh, or if it's one that goes all the way up against the wall and all the way down to the floor. And so it either just hangs on the wall, or it goes all the way down. Where if you step in it, you'll wash your feet when you flush. So, so I call them wall hangers or foot washers, and and that's something that folks in the South understand. You know they, <laughs> so uh, so that's uh, they had wall hangers there. So he was able to tell me to go forward a little bit, make a right, and and you know there's a wall hanger. So uh, so it worked all, all out pretty well. But first of all, it's embarrassing having to ask a complete stranger. It's embarrassing having to ask a complete stranger to, um, you know, to help you in that situation. Um, You know, and it's just, it's just unfortunate because they didn't have, what are the, you know, family restrooms. um, And maybe you're used to that. That's my favorite
1: thing, yeah. Yeah, I know. That's been great, hasn't it? That's, being blind, that's honestly one of my biggest fears, being blind, is having to use a public restroom. That I've never used before um, and I yeah I love family restrooms because my wife can come in there and you'll know, help me she's like okay there's a toilet you know there's a the sink um, you know just text me when you're done or you know just try to find your way out but if it's just a regular bathroom that I've never been in before um, I'll hold it you know yeah I know yeah um, we had yeah we had that problem we went to um, Universal Studios back in December in Florida and I had to go really bad. And luckily, when we first walked in, there was no one else in the bathroom. So my wife just walked me to the stall. And, you know, I did my business. And then a group of guys walked in. And, you know, they were doing their business in there. And my wife knows that if she sees a bunch of other guys walking in the bathroom, then I'm going to wait till they leave before I try to find my way out. So it's taken a while. And Barbara sends me a text message. And she's like, are you okay? I'm like, yeah, I'm just waiting for these guys to leave so I can get out of the stall. And it was taking a while. So finally, Barbara just walked in the bathroom, came and got me, and walked out with me. And th- these other guys, they didn't even bat an eye <laughs> yeah, at the right. fact that a female just walked into the meds room I know, and yeah. was walking me out.
0: So, and, and, you know, for the most part, my experience has been folks are just very understanding and very nice, but still, yeah. it... it it takes away some independence and and for me i'm i'm kind of a germaphobe i'm not as bad as i know a exactly. lot of folks are uh, yeah. but the last place yeah. you want to be feeling around is a public restroom
1: exactly yeah. yes and that, that's one thing i was asked my wife i'm like is it you know if i gotta do a number two i'm like is the toilet seat down yeah and right. is it clean because i don't want to you know feel around with a you know, to clean it off. Yeah. So. I'm
0: always like using my feet, you know, raising my feet up, you know, to pick the seat up or put it down. Or using my oh, feet, yes. Yes you, know? yes. So yes. you get really good. It's almost Little like you're... Little tricks we learn yeah, being yeah, blind. Yeah. So you're, you're like, you're blind and no arms. So, <laughs> you know, of course, you know, now you got to be careful touching anything anyway, you know, with this whole COVID, everything happening. It's, I mean, it's just... It, it's really things that people don't think about, I think, uh, when it comes to those who are blind or visually impaired and some of the challenges we have to begin with, let alone with all the social distancing that is happening. And so, um, well, so yeah. it's kind of demeaning in some ways. Uh, for some. And and, it, and admittedly, sometimes for me, but usually I get through it. I'm, I'm fine. It, it doesn't stress me out all that much. So it, it works out okay. But it's still situations I try to avoid and don't like getting in. Uh, although I usually find some really nice, great folks who are more than happy to help. Um, and then, you know, if there's uh, places I'm familiar with, you know, we've traveled a lot to. I've been in with my son in times past, like I remember the layout of this place. So we'll go there or we'll go to a Walmart or a Lowe's or, you know, some big box store that usually has a family restroom. So it works out well. Um, and so, you know, we, so we kind of work our travels around that kind of thing. Um, you yeah, know, you because find of out, the embarrassment. you find out
1: all the bathrooms that, you know, exactly. Yeah. Especially, especially for me, like, you know, I've been told many times, that I don't, quote, look blind. So if I go into a bathroom that I've never been in before, and I'm kind of... I I normally, when I'm out in public with my wife, I don't use my white cane. I just use her shoulder. So, you know, I'm in the public restroom. You're feeling along the walls, which, once again, is gross because it's a bathroom. You don't want to touch the walls. And, you know, there's been times where I've accidentally bumped into other men in there, you know, and, you know, they don't realize I'm blind. And, of course, right away, I apologize. I go, I'm sorry, sir. You know, I'm blind. I'm just trying to find the your stall and like you say, you know most people are really helpful they'll they're like oh just walk three feet forward you know they'll help you out yeah um there was even once where that happened at a walmart that i've never been in before one of the employees came in and helped me find the you know the the toilet stall and he was really nice very understanding and i got his name and actually called walmart corporate and you know like complimented him i'm like you know oh, this yeah. guy was very great you know so that was awesome you know it, it was nice you know he went beyond the call of duty you know (laughs) helping me out (laughs) that's right they do
0: well you know that got that gets me to thinking about some other experiences that we may have had that are probably a little bit on the embarrassing side and i thought we might talk a little bit about that so but (laughs) before we get to that though i want to talk a little bit about uh, some of the sponsors we've got partners that we've got and so let's do that right now This week's partner is Flame Boss. Flame Boss, cruise control for your grill. Man, I tell you what, you talk about making it easy to set and forget your charcoal grill, especially if you've got a camadoo grill like a big green egg, a Kamado Joe, Primo, or Vision. These this this unit is amazing. You can hook it up You can to your Wi-Fi. You can monitor everything on your phone. You can leave the house and still know what is happening with your cook, the temperature of your grill, and the temperature of your meat. You can even change it while you're away. If it's getting done too fast... Turn it down. You're getting, not getting done fast enough. You want it done by the time you get home? Turn it up, and the heat will rise, and food will cook a little faster, and it'll be ready to eat when you get home. Flame Boss makes them not only for the Camadoo grills, but they've got universal mounts so that you can uh, connect it to a lot of other types of charcoal grills, whether it's a drum smoker or barrel smoker, whatever it is. call, Give them a call or email them but check them out online flameboss.com man they are just an amazing company that work with us in our grilling packages for veterans and first responders and others who have lost their sight and they're just great to work with they got a great product uh, and it really is amazing we love it it's made the life of myself and so many other blind folks easier but you know it wasn't designed for the blind they just wanted to make sure the blind could use it like everyone else and so hats off to flame boss we appreciate it so much and hope folks will check them out at flameboss.com all right gabor i tell you what man we have probably got more stories than we've got time to share with on this program, but we're going to talk about a few anyway. And uh, I am going to let you start because I, I know uh, you've got some you've got some great ones. So, what's what's something that is either the most embarrassing or one that sticks out in your mind that uh, you still have trouble maybe getting over?
1: Um. Well, being blind, a, a lot of sighted people might not realize this, but a lot of you sound the same. Um, especially, you know, we, we, we have friends that have very distinct voices and we're like, Oh, that's Billy or that's Jane. You know, you, you know exactly who, who you're talking to, you know, when you bump into them in the public, but you know, a lot of people sound the same to me. So unless you say, Oh, hi, I'm Sally. Most of the time, I don't have a clue who I'm talking to in public. <laughs> and I have this issue with, you know, stopping you mid sentence, like, Oh, who are you? Cause I feel like I'm being rude. Um, This has happened to me a lot at Walmart for some odd reason where I'll run into a friend and I'm talking to them. And this happened probably about two years ago where sometimes my wife will just park me somewhere like down an aisle and she'll run and get something. So she parked me down one of the aisles and my friend James walks up to me and I used to work with James like years ago. And we're friends, but we're not close friends, but we're still friends. And he starts talking to me and he's telling me about how he lost his job and, you know, how his wife left him. And, you know, in, in my head, I felt horrible for him. I'm like, oh, that that's horrible. And I told him, I'm like, I feel so bad for you, James. And he's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, what do you mean, what am I talking about? He's like, I'm not James. And I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh. I thought I was talking to my friend James, but apparently it was someone else I knew. And then, you know, we kind of just went our separate ways. And then when Barbara came back, I was like, who was I just talking to? And... She was like, "I don't know who that was." I'm like, "I thought it was James," and she's like, "It wasn't James." Yeah. So sometimes you t- talk to people that you think you know who you're talking to, but it's someone different. And to this day, I don't have a clue who I was talking to. <laughs> For all I know, it might have been James just messing with me because he never told me who he was. Right? Yeah. Right. So, <laughs> oh, that's terrible. So, my advice to all you, to my all the sighted people listening to this, if you have any blind or visually impaired friends who you talk to on occasion, but not all the time. Just when you see them in public be like, Hey, you know, Gabor, this is Sally, you know, just so they know who you're talking to.
0: Yeah. Right. I mean, that is always helpful. Cause I, I have a lot of folks that come up to me and talk to me and, and, um, never tell me their name, and, and I'm usually pretty good with voices. Obviously, I'm terrible with faces, but <laughs> uh, pretty good with voices. And um, but still, sometimes I get it wrong. Sometimes you know they either don't have a very distinctive voice, or they you know them and one other person sound really close to one another. Um, and like my nephews, I, I've got two nephews that sound identical. It, it's unbelievable how close they sound to, uh, alike. And so sometimes I'm not exactly sure which one I'm I may be talking to. So um, that's yeah, uh, that that can definitely be embarrassing. But you know, I was in a, a JC Penney store, uh, and this was years ago. But uh, I was with some friends of mine, and they uh that you know said all right you just wait right here and i was in a clothing section they said wait right here we're gonna run over and pick up something uh at you know, another area of the store and we'll be right back and so i reach up and i'm grabbing some shirts and feeling the sleeves and work my way down the rack and then i grab this one sleeve and the woman wearing the shirt turns to me and says do you like it <laughs> I'm like, oh man i was like oh, i am so sorry oh, yeah. you know Yeah, because, I mean, she's right at the end of the rack of clothes, you know, and so it's just the right height. She just, you know, was right there. And so as I'm feeling the sleeves of the shirts, as I go down the aisle, you know, I grab a sleeve and there's a woman in it. So it's like, oh, no, (laughs) I'm just glad she was turned to the side. Uh, Yeah. And
1: then then at at what point is it too late to tell them you're blind? Because that's happened to me several times where. You know, something embarrassing happens, and once again, I don't look blind, so they don't realize I'm blind, and they're like, oh, look here, look there, and I'm like, "Uh uh-huh, like, this happened just yesterday, we were shopping at a Walmart, and there's a lady named Tiffany, who's a waitress at a local restaurant here, and she's very nice, you know, she just happened, we happened to see her in public, she's like, oh, hey, how you doing, blah, 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 and I'm like, oh, Tiffany, is that you? She's like, oh, yeah, how'd you know it was me, you didn't even look at me, and, you know, she continued (laughs) talking, and, because I recognized her voice, I knew it was her. And you know, in the internal monologue in my head is like, should I tell her I'm blind? Like, right. she's known me for a while and she doesn't realize I'm blind, yeah, right. But you know, I feel like it's kind of weird at this point. Like, hey, by the way, I've been blind this entire time,
0: yeah, right, yeah, that's <laughs> oh yeah. man, yeah, that and that's uh, that that definitely happens a lot. I mean, I, we I was eating with a guy a friend of mine we'd actually gone to a Bass Pro and we were at a restaurant inside Bass Pro and uh, it was he had his son with him and i had my son with him so we're sitting uh, you know four to this table and i had maybe one or two pieces of of meat left on my plate and i grab I have my fork and i'm stabbing it and i'm i'm missing it and or i hit the side of it not quite square enough to get the fork into it well he grabs my wrist and moves my hand a little bit and pushes it down and it stabs the meat just perfectly. Right as the waitress is walking by, and she stops and she says, "Does he feed you at home too?" <laughs> it's like, um, "Ma'am, I'm I'm blind." <laughs> she's like, "What?" <laughs> like, "Yeah, I'm I'm blind." He was just helping me find what was left on my plate, and she was she was very apologetic. I thought it was hilarious. It didn't offend me. It didn't you know upset me at all. And I know some folks would be upset yeah. yeah. and, um, you know, and, and, uh, it, I, that I thought was hilarious. I thought that was just a funny kind of moment, you know, and, and, uh, you know, had a good laugh about it and we still talk about it. So little things like that, you know, are, are, are fun, but then there are some moments that are ones that you really wish you could take back. And I'm sure you've got one of those.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, um probably my very first blind, embarrassing experience. I was still in the hospital right after my brain surgery, and maybe it was two or three days you know, after the fact. I'm in the hospital, and every night, the nurse would come in to hand me my medicine in one of those little plastic cups. So one night, she comes in. She's like, oh, hey, Gabor, how are you? I'm like, oh, I'm fine. And she's like, I got your medicine for you. So I reach out to grab the little cup, but apparently, I accidentally reached out and grabbed her her chest do, by mistake instead of the medicine right. and of course i instantly embarrassed i'm like oh i'm so sorry I, I i didn't mean to do that she's like of course she thought it was hilarious she starts laughing so she's like oh i understand i understand just don't do it again yeah you know? right. but you know that was embarrassing for me
0: yeah right you
1: know so
0: yeah there's, yeah, there's always other things, things yeah. like that that we wish we could take. You know, we wish we wouldn't have. There's some funny things that are embarrassing at the time that later we can laugh about. But then there are those things like that that you, you feel really bad because you know it was inappropriate. It, you know, if you could have seen and done it on purpose, that would have been one of those absolutely inappropriate things that you know could have got you in jail.
1: <laughs> you know, well, yeah, but uh, I was, she's she's a nurse, so she yeah. you know she's a nurse, so she's a professional. She understands that I'm exactly. blind, that I didn't do it on purpose. You know, so. yeah,
0: yeah, and and that happens, and and that's something that um, you know I get I get things like that um, where even with a cane i mean you mentioned earlier being in a situation where you don't have your cane and you have to explain to folks you're blind i you know i gotta explain to folks even with a cane you know while it is a red flag for a lot of people to say oh hey that dude can't see there's a lot of people that still don't understand don't get it even with a cane they're like they have no idea well, yeah, yeah why you have that and um and and I probably get in situations where others are more embarrassed than I am. Though he, and, like, I may not be embarrassed at all, but whoever is around is embarrassed. We were at a rural king, which is a redneck Walmart in Kentucky and Tennessee. And uh, uh, I was getting ready to check out. And the lady says, here, let me, here, I need to scan that as well. And I'm like, I, I'm not holding anything. You know, I got my cane, but that's it. And I thought she was talking to someone else. She said, you're going to have to hand it to me so I can scan it. I'm like, you talking to me? And she's like, yeah, I need that horse whip so I can scan it. And I'm like, horse, this is my cane. And she's like, what? I said, I'm blind. This is my cane. It's not a horse whip. And so she was, and she's like, what are you talking? And then it it hit her, you know? And so she was very embarrassed about that. And uh, so I thought that was pretty funny. But, um, you know, we, we get in situations like that where even with a cane, I've even had with my guide dog and folks still don't seem to understand. Like, they'll think I'm training the dog, you know, rather than actually blind yes, myself. Yes. And so, you know, there, there's situations like that. But, you know, there are situations that anyone would be embarrassed about. And sometimes blindness is one of those things that actually – um is like well i i'm blind so what's your excuse (laughs) you know like like stairs right uh one of my favorite sayings you know to someone that you know maybe you don't uh care to see anymore would be like you know i'm gonna miss them like a blind man misses the stairs so (laughs) what uh you know i don't know if you've got any stories about stairs or anything but uh, i mean i've i definitely do i've got oh those, but go ahead yes yeah well go ahead
1: um Well, as most of you know, my my wife works for Walmart, and um, when she got promoted to assistant manager, um, she had to fly to Texas for a month for training, so I was home alone with my daughters for a month. And um, we live in an apartment complex where they have valet trash service, which means you put the trash right outside your door, and they come around and pick it up every night. But um, I feel bad for these guys after running around. You know, There's 350 units, so I normally walk it down to the bottom of my stairs and leave it at you know, the bag of trash at the bottom of the stairs. So one night I was walking the trash down, and, you know, inside my head I'm counting the steps, you know, one, two, three, and, you know, onwards. And apparently I got distracted, and I miscounted, and the last step, I misstepped, and I fell. And I crashed down to the ground, which is, you know, scary, but, you know, I didn't get hurt. But the embarrassing part was I let out the most emasculated girly scream ever. (laughs) Like ah, I won't do it because yeah I don't want to blow <laughs> yeah, the, right, the speakers. Yeah. But I was like oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and several of my neighbors were outside, <laughs> so I was more yes you know it hurt a little bit that I fell like the physical pain, but I was more you know emot- like. Hurt inside, like oh man! All oh, my neighbors saw this. Yeah, right, so I right, quickly right. jumped up, like oh, I I meant to do that to be funny, and I quickly, as fast as I could, being blind, ran back up the stairs with my with my tail between my legs. Right, right. Oh man! And then, and then one of the one the next the next day, one of my neighbors when the, when he saw me downstairs, he actually asked, her, "Are you okay? I saw you falling down the
0: stairs." Yesterday. I'm like, "Oh, you saw that." <laughs> Oh, man. Um, I, I was actually preaching uh, at a, a church in uh, in Colorado, and there's only two steps to get up to the podium on the, on the stage area, and I was up there. I was preaching. I had done uh, with my lesson, and I was going to get down. Again, it's two steps. Well, I, I misjudged how far I was away, and so when I stepped down, I stepped too far because they were kind of short steps, and the back of my heel hit, and then the front of my foot went down, and I went and landed on my knees, and I jumped right up immediately, wow. and the whole and the whole congregation, you could just hear this gasp of air, like, oh! you know, it's it like I'm okay, it's all good, you know. I meant and that, to do that. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, and of course, afterwards, everyone, you okay? You all right? And and uh, you know, it's like. You know, they just, and sometimes, I think after that, every time I would preach there, they, they would cringe after every time when I'd get to the steps, at least for a few weeks. I mean, it was just like, is he going to do it again? Is he gonna? <laughs> oh man. And, uh, but you know, that, and, and stairs, I mean, we can do stairs. I know a lot of times, um, you know, when we, when we go places, like checking in hotels or things, um, you know, even at restaurants, if they have an upstairs or downstairs, you know, they're like, oh well, uh, you know, can he do stairs? Okay. Usually, usually they're asking someone. They don't ask me, right? <laughs> They'll ask my wife yeah. or my kids. Can uh, he do that, stairs? That happened you know?
1: to me when, yeah, yeah when we first <laughs> like, moved in here. The guy showing us the apartment was like, like he kind of like you said. He asked my wife, but I'm like, I'm right here. You can talk to yeah, me. Yeah, right. He's like, yeah. oh, well, it's an upstairs apartment. Is he going to be okay with the stairs? Yeah. And yeah. um, it it well, apparently it, um, not. Makes me think back. <laughs> <laughs> well, the one time um, it makes me think back to when um, I was going through therapy with uh, Lighthouse for the Blind, and my therapist Nikki. That was her biggest thing was learning to walk up and down stairs with my white cane. Now, you know, if I'm by myself outside, I'll use my white cane. But if I'm just gonna quickly walk down the, the stairs to you know throw a bag of trash down the stairs, I don't feel the need for my white cane. <laughs> But um, yeah. apparently, I should use my white cane. Cause, <laughs> you know, me have one hand on the rail, one hand on the back of trash walking yeah. down. <laughs> right.
0: Oh man.
1: And she yeah. she told me she's like, Gabor this is the most important thing. You gotta be safe on stairs and." My biggest fear was actually using an escalator for the first time because that's you know that's hard to do when you're sighted. Now imagine doing that when you're blind. Right, right. So I remember the first time I used an escalator, I was terrified. But then afterwards, I was like, "Oh, this was easy." Yeah,
0: <laughs> so. yeah, yeah. You know that, and it's easy to get ourselves in those situations. But I don't know about you if you've had any friends that like to get you into situ- embarrassing situations. You know, growing up, of course, I lost my night vision, so I was night blind, you know, as a teenager, even if I could see during the day a little bit, um, lights go out, you go into dark places, whether it would be, you know, a restaurant, a club, or something like that, uh, you know, it's dark, I couldn't see anything. And so, my friends would have lots of fun, you know, putting me in situations um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, there's there's lots that come to mind, but one particular, they're they're telling me about a girl who's actually dancing, and and like, yeah, come on, she's she's all by herself. So we'll take you up there, you know, and you can we'll kind of you grab her elbow, we'll walk as we go past her, we'll shake her arm, you stop, and you could dance with her, and they're like, all right, cool, no problem. So as we're going up, you know, they shake their arm, they stop, and and I start dancing. Well, she wasn't alone of course i had no idea and so you know as and so the next thing i know this guy is you know up against me wondering what in the world i'm doing and then there's like four of us that are getting rolled out of the place because of you know my friends decided to play a little trick um and and so you know that that's you know, looking back was it's funny, but uh, you know, at the time, I was like, "What are you guys doing to me? <laughs> Trying to get me killed or something?" <laughs> you so some mean friends. <laughs> oh, I know, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But it, I mean, there were some fun times, you know that. Um, You know, you can look back, you can laugh, and and maybe that helps me get through some of these situations now. But I think it's good not only to talk about this for a few reasons, you know, uh, for ourselves, but for others who may be experiencing some embarrassing situations or wanting to avoid them altogether, which I understand, right? We want to avoid those situations altogether if we can. I'm there with you on that. But when it is impossible to avoid or it just happens um, you know, and it, whether you want it to or not, um, you, you get through it, right? You get through yeah. it just fine. You can uh, you get past it, and you can laugh about it later. And really, looking back, it, it, it's not, you know, we make it out to be more than it is, you know, in our own minds. When it's happening or if it were to happen, as opposed to after it's done, you know, we realize, you know, what it, it really wasn't that big a deal. We get bolder, we get a little bit more confidence getting through those situations, and uh, and the next time we find ourselves in a situation having to ask for help, or um, you know, it it's it just not as bad as we make it out to be in our minds. And I think that's true even for some people who are sighted getting in situations they they get themselves worked up thinking how terrible and bad it's going to be and then when it's done it's like oh well, that wasn't so bad yeah and so um, yeah. you know you and i've survived barely no <laughs> but no we've survived yeah, right
1: like, especially for
0: yeah i would say i especially turned out me, okay like- but i don't know about you <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, when I first went blind, it was it was a lot of dignity issues because you know before all this, I was like the main breadwinner in the family. I was like the, you know, like I I did everything around the house, and then you yeah. know when I come home, I'm blind. I I can barely do anything. So for me, it was a dignity issue. So I had to pro- I felt like I had to prove myself to the world that I can do all this stuff. So, you know, that's why I went through therapy with Lighthouse. I, you know, I learned to do everything on my own. And like you said, you know, in, in our heads, it's embarrassing. Like for me, it was embarrassing falling down the stairs screaming like a girl. But to everyone <laughs> around me, they were more concerned with my well-being. They didn't, you know, they understood what was going on. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think once you get past the fact and you you start coping with the fact that you're blind and, you know, life goes on. And I, I've always said this, you know, in my personal life and on my YouTube channel, I consider being blind, I don't consider it a disability, I consider it more of an inconvenience. Like, we can do everything everyone else can do. Um, Like you said earlier where, um, you know, your friends were trying to um, embarrass you. Like, a lot of my friends, they forget that I'm blind because, A, I don't look blind. And I hate to say this because I get offended when people say this. But, you know, I I don't act blind. Like, most of the time I don't have, you know, like I'm just walking around, you know. So they forget that I'm blind. Like, one time one of my um, wife's friends were, were over and I was sitting on the couch, and normally I close my eyes because I get eye fatigue a lot because I have light sensitivity and stuff. So I close my eyes, and I hear um, Barbara's friend whispering to Barbara, oh, I think your husband fell asleep. <laughs> like, yeah. no, I'm awake. I'm still here. I'm just closing my eyes because my eyes are kind of sore. Yeah. So, you know, it's one of those things like, you know, we, we learn little tricks here and there how to do things easier. And like you said, there, there's there's things that are embarrassing to us but to the rest of the world, you know, they understand. Yeah. Like, they, like I said, my 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 biggest fear is using public restrooms. But like you said, you know, there's people out there willing to help. You know, if you don't have a family member, just say, hey, um, I, I need to use a bathroom. I'm blind. Is there someone that can help me find the stall? And you know, 99% of the time, someone at the one of the workers will help you. You know,
0: oh, yeah. Figure it out. You know. Absolutely. You know, and that's, um, we use a, a, a fishing charter in Alabama called Fins and Family Fishing. And we used them this, this past week while the offshore was canceled. We did some inshore fishing with them. Last year, we used them for offshore. But when I called to schedule last year, um, you know, I, I let them know. I was like, listen, I am visually impaired. I'm blind. Uh, I just You know, I just didn't want, to, didn't want to show up. And then all of a sudden, you all be like, oh, you know, scrambling around, you know, and they're like, well, hey, you know, we'll figure it out. No, not a problem. You know, we'll we'll make it work. Don't worry about it. And and that's generally what I've run into is that attitude of those around us. Um, you know, if you were to show up, I, my personal preference is to let folks know ahead of time in that situation. I could always show up, and then they get kind of uh, caught off guard. And they, maybe they, they're trying to figure it out in their mind and they're not, you know, always the smoothest, uh, talking or in their actions. And, and, uh, it can be uncomfortable in those situations, but if you give them time to kind of work through it, think about it, or, and actually found out later, they've been in that situation before where they have a group of guys that come and they have a friend who's blind that comes with them and they all go fishing. And, and so there, that, that was nothing for them. It was no big deal. And it worked out awesome, and so we go back and we use Fins and Family in Orange Beach, uh, Alabama, uh, because they they just they they don't treat me any different. It's you know it's just there. We we're going fishing, and yeah. uh, here's your pole. Here's what you do. Tell me what to do, and and leave me alone and let me do it. And. Uh, You know, and granted, there are some that are very, you know, some who are blind or visually impaired that are very high functioning, and some who are not as high functioning. But generally, those around us, uh, you know, when we need assistance or we just want to let them know, like, hey, you know, we have a visual impairment, uh, but we want to do this, we can do this. They're like, yeah, well, fine, come on, we'll, you know, we'll make it happen. It no problem here, and and so while it's not always the case you know and and if it's not the case then hey don't use that business and let others know that they're not willing to even try and you know uh, i mean you can you can affect their wallet in that respect but then there are those companies well, yeah, that yeah. are willing to help willing to make it happen you know like our partner flame boss you know they didn't design the flame boss for the grill for those who are blind or visually impaired but when they found out that the blind and visually impaired can take advantage of it, they made it work even better and 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 completely accessible, um, so that it 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 works for everyone. So you know that you've got that kind of people, that kind of company, that are willing to do that that business. And so um, so we've I've had really great experiences. Yeah, I've experienced some of the opposite of that. That's so rare. Um, and for the most part, everything has been so good. So, uh, but Gabor, man, it, it's been great talking with you again. Thanks for, um, you know, breaking into my house and taking over the podcast last week. <laughs> anytime, anytime. <laughs> oh, man. No, those those potato chips were delicious, by the way. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's
0: right. Takis. Yeah. Those, the Carolina the Reapers. Talkers. That was so funny. And what was interesting is, uh, <laughs> you know, we, uh, while we were in, while we were in Gulf shore, my son brought back some potato chips and there was some there. He brought some, uh, Carolina Reaper <laughs> potato chips. So, uh, yeah, it was good. Yeah. It was real good. So really enjoyed it. So, all yeah. right, folks, well, thanks for watching or tuning in anyway, to the blind grilling experience. Really, uh, uh, appreciate that. We hope you guys will share the podcast. Be sure and subscribe as well. Um, and uh, check us out on youtube at uh, youtube.com slash blind grilling our facebook page facebook.com slash blind grilling we're on twitter and instagram at blind grilling uh gabor are you getting getting back into it i'm still i'm still i'm thinking about it i'm thinking about 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 starting like
1: a a crazy hungarian guy youtube channel and all guys right. if if you're if you're listening to this on youtube please leave a comment i read everyone's comments well my phone reads it to me obviously but i read everyone's comments i'm reading all the reviews on podcasts so go ahead, please leave reviews leave comments yeah give us five stars please <laughs> yeah right <laughs> and we appreciate every single view every single like so
0: yeah and we're on doing. we're on iheart radio now uh, podcast oh, cool. so yeah so apple google spotify Spreaker, i mean all the all the big ones that i'm aware of anyway it seems like we've made it. it it's great um so we're just trying to build that subscribership up and so we appreciate all the views or or listens and uh and the subscribes so uh just thanks share, a lot share for us on all that.
1: facebook share us yeah that's right email wherever
0: <laughs> yeah absolutely all right folks we appreciate it again and uh as always remember if you're looking You ain't cooking.